Hotty ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, who you know from at Noel Hernandez. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. And we are going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So my junk food and Candace's junk food will be r- arriving a little bit later. Yeah, Toby's delivering it. Mm-hmm. So see, so the thing dash. is, tomorrow is Toby's birthday. Mm-hmm. So for his birthday, he's going to get us food. No. <laughs> Technically, it's not his birthday yet. Or his birthday is like at midnight, right? In like two hours. So we're making him, you know, do our chores mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. And then we won't make him do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Exactly. Also, you must get know. his juices out. You know? His chore juices. <laughs> <laughs> also, you must know, I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan. Started watching in 2007. And for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen seasons one and two. And those we've done on the show... And a few scattered here and there in season three. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby. Um, okay, Toby's not here because he, <laughs> he's getting our food. But Noah, you go ahead and do it for him. Here's what happened. All right, so this is Mr. Monk is the Best Man, season eight, episode 13. So here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see a nervous captain pacing in his office preparing to propose to his girlfriend, TK. Monk ruins a surprise, forcing Leland to get his answer sooner than expected, and there's a wedding on the books. After the open, we see Randy and the captain rolling up on the scene of a murder victim who's been badly burned in the woods. He has no ID and is beyond recognition and is sent to the lab. There, Monk has only a boot to go off of, but does discover a small piece of green styrofoam wedged in his heel. Meanwhile, TK, who is busy preparing for her wedding, gets even busier when her maid of honor, Stephanie Briggs, gets pulled over on her way into town. TK and Leland go to bail her out, and the planning continues until a mysterious stalker begins harassing TK and even breaks into the captain's house. The murder victim report comes back for a Charlie Doyle, who worked at a flower shop, explaining the green foam. When they run his prints, they find he is actually Martin Kettering, a top 10 most wanted fugitive from a bombing in the 90s, of which three of his cohorts are still at large. As for the wedding, it's finally called off after one of the wedding gifts explodes at the rehearsal, being the last straw for TK. As the maid of honor helps the unplanning of the wedding, Monk puts it all together. He realizes the flower arrangements Stephanie had were from the same florist shop that Martin Kettering had worked. It turns out she was a member of Kettering's eco-terrorism group and had seen him at the florist. He tried to blackmail her, but she wouldn't have it and murdered him instead. But when she left the crime scene, she was pulled over and stashed the gun in Leland's tuxedo bag. The only way to get it back was to break up the wedding. Of course, her plan is foiled. The captain and TK tie the knot and Mr. Monk is the best man after all. All right, that was Mr. Monk is the best man. And while I was reading that, um, we had Toby bring us our food. Mm-hmm. So I have some Pastafina hot wings <mwah> with some paleo approved Primal Kitchen ranch, which is very good. It tastes just like regular ranch. So if you don't know what Pastafina is, it's like a mixture between heaven and like earth. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a local. 
Is it local? Well, I it's mean, not like a big. It's one of those things. I think that it's a chain. Yeah, but it's but like a small. It's like a chain, but people like individually own yeah, them kind of yeah. thing. So you're like your town has. Oh God, it's spicy. Oh, your God. town has a local. <laughs> your town. <laughs> a local pasta fina, and there's no drinks. So. I have my drinks. Oh my gosh, it's so hot. I had a jalapeno okay. popper though. I got chickeny because I'm a fatty. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna probably pause. Oh wait, did you say what, what you got? Yeah, chickeny. I got chickeny. I got some chicken. I got tenders. Some, I got some chicken tenders. Whoa. Yeah, I got some chicken tenders. I got some jalapeno poppers. I got some biscuits and gravy. Mm. And yeah, that's nice. how it goes. Okay, so we're gonna pause because there's no way I can eat this. Yeah, without uh, crying. Yeah, without <laughs> crying and choking on sauce. So, uh, BRB. Bye. Okay, we are back from eating our food. Mine was very good. Um, so, what did we like about this episode? You know what, Candice? I want you to go first. Okay, so then ask me. What did you like about this episode? <laughs> okay, Monk blows the surprise. Hmm. This is so sweet. I, I, I absolutely love this because, like... I was, I mean, I was kind of watching it to determine, like, okay, am I going to be mad at Monk? Like, what is happening? Because, like, I, because I remembered that because I knew, like, the episode title, so I knew it was going to happen. So I was like, I don't remember if I, like, this made me mad or what. But there's the, he's so excited and he's so giddy. Mm. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I know what's happening. The captain's been pacing in his office. He's been talking to himself. He trimmed his mustache two days early, which he never does. And I saw him flossing. He never flosses. And then what, like he has the ring box. He's been padding like a ring shape, a ring box shaped item Mm -hmm. in his pocket or whatever. Like he just uses his detective skills to like put it all together. And it was in like, cause sometimes he does that and it gets a very poor reaction because they're like, really monk like really yeah, you, you figured that out and you couldn't keep it to yourself yeah. but that one was so exciting because then everybody starts crying mm-hmm. and they like, all have tears in their eyes and then stottlemyre doesn't figure it out like it's not even on his radar that like okay they figured it out he's like what and tk's like oh nothing and randy's just like looking at him like yeah. a boy yeah. like smiling and natalie's like it's beautiful. It's, it's so, and then Monk just like has his hand up like on his face and he's so happy. That, I love that. Such an endearing scene. I love that. Love that. I think what, okay, okay. I really do agree with you. It was really special, like a, a very special way to, you know, propose mm-hmm. and be like, you know, because that's what he does. Like, he's a police officer and he's with Monk and that's like his life. And so, you know, that being reflected in his proposal was cute, cool and all. But I thought it would be way funnier if Monk was like, oh, he's totally going to propose to you. He's totally going to propose to you. And he comes out and they're all crying and he's like, what? And he did not, like, plan that at all. And Monk just read the situation completely wrong or something. Yeah, well, you kept saying that while we were watching it because you were like, oh, he's totally not. Like, that's not what's happening. Like, he's not proposing. Like, he's totally wrong. And I'm thinking, like, does he want that to happen? Because, like, what's the end game of that? Like, wouldn't that be sad, though, if he didn't propose? Uh, yeah, I guess. Like, what but, would have happened? Like, whenever she's like, can I see the ring? And he, him being like, it's a surprise. And then, like, she walks out and he, like, looks at everyone else. Hmm. That's that's just really, like, storyline-y. Like, it would have to be, like... Then it would be, like, a really forced... Like, instead of the captain, like, actually being ready to marry her... Yeah, that's they true. They would have been, like... That's true. Wait, so he didn't really want to marry her? <laughs> that's yeah. a forced storyline. But, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that might have just been one of those things where, like, you were expecting it and you almost wanted it to happen. Like, you're yeah. expecting, like, oh, and then didn't. And so you're like, oh, I thought this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I thought you, I, what I actually thought you were going to say was that we didn't get to see him actually propose. Like, she makes him wait. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to do it and mm-hmm. go, well, I might as well do it here and then do it. And then he didn't. And I was kind of disappointed in that. Mm-hmm. That's another, that's another thing. They definitely should have. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of to go off that, my next like is that I thought it was very believable that Stottlemyre and TK were getting married. I was worried that it would not be. And so I was kind of concerned about this one because, like, I again, I knew that this was coming up, the captain's wedding. And I was thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, we just saw her in Happy Birthday, Mr. Monk. That's, like, the only other episode, I believe, that she was in. She was mentioned in Mr. Monk and Sharona, which was the next episode mm-hmm. after her first episode, you know, because I think Stottlemyre has a picture of her on his desk. And Sharona, like, notices, that, like, oh, you have a new girl or whatever. Yeah. Mentions it, you know. So it's, like... I was just really kind of worried about the fact that, like, it was going to seem really forced and, like, okay, like, this, like, it's, like, ungenuine. Yeah. Like, they don't really seem like they're, like, that in love. They're not into it that much. Especially because, I mean, honestly, I kind of base my bar off of Linda Fusco, even though she was a murderer. Like, their relationship before that, like, we had a longer relationship. Much, much, Mm -hmm. much longer. A year. Yeah. A year-long relationship where they say they've been together for six months. So I think they tied it together well. And I just thought it was really believable. And I was concerned it wouldn't be. And I'm glad that it was believable. Yeah. Did you think it was? Or did you feel like it was forced? I felt like it was a little early. Because he was like, oh, it's six months in or whatever. And I, I don't know. Six months? <sighs> yeah. It's one of those things that I remember that the one of the viewers that we had before... Um, where she was talking about his age, you know, and oh, what's the, what's the, the girl, Stephanie, where she's like, oh, you have your whole life ahead of you. And he's like, okay, that's just cruel. Like obviously pointing out the fact like he does not have his whole life ahead of him. Mm -hmm. So the whole six months thing is like, it's a little pushing it, but I think I just like the fact that they at least acknowledged that it was six months later. Yeah. Instead of being like, wait for us, it's been like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. Because since birthday, four or five episodes ago. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't know, this might, that just might sound silly, but I just believed when they said it. Like, oh, we've been together six months. And then it, I was automatically taken to six months in the future where it's like, oh, okay, they're getting married. And I was just like on board with it. I don't know. It was just something that I was a little concerned about. Like, oh God, like, because this is obviously the end of their storyline, right? Yeah. Like, so I was just really like, oh, I really just hope this doesn't feel forced. And I'm just glad that it did it. So yeah, my next like is Monk and his ring hand. Yeah, <laughs> he the entire episode he just doesn't open his his hand until you know the marriage. Whenever they they have to pry it out of his hand. Yeah, that's what, oh when I was watching, I was like, you, that would actually be extremely hard to pry your hand open. Yeah, like yeah. so hard because you know how like I'm trying to think of what you do where your hands actually like that. And you're like, oof, ah, I've been, oh, I've been clenching my hand for a while. Like, if you were doing that for days, yeah. your hand would be like, what is that? Yeah, I feel like that's shit. a thing where you hold on to something for a really long time. Maybe like scootering. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. It reminded me of the episode where is it Phoebe on Friends and she's like, she's playing the Pac-Man machine. 
And she's playing it like all day and her hand gets stuck and she has like a claw. <laughs> it's, or maybe it's, Ch- no, it's Chandler. Chandler, I think Chandler's hand gets stuck. <laughs> and he's like, I have a claw or something. I don't really remember, but it's funny. That's just what it reminded me of because like he can't bend his hand. I was like, that, I feel like that's, that's actually true. Like yeah. that's believable. Yeah. We have Stottlemyre singing, I'm in heaven. I'm <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> and what this, the setup for it is, they're at the crime scene. So I guess there's like a CSI guy, another CSI guy and Randy and they're at this crime scene. And apparently this man has been like set on fire Yeah, and like they could like literally only found his shoe or whatever, but he's like horrifically burned. Yeah. And so they're like, Oh, this is the worst body I've ever seen. They're like throwing up like, Oh God, this is horrible. And then Stottlemyre is like, Dancing cheek to cheek, I'm in heaven. Holy eye, monkey! <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. Like, I holy monkey. <laughs> it's so funny, and it's just like, but he's so happy, you know. But it's he's uh, like, oh, have you lost some weight? I'm in heaven. He's just like complimenting everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and the horribly, horribly burned man. But, uh, my next like is Monk in his ring hand whenever he's putting on the glove. Oh, oh yeah. my god, it is so freaking funny. It's just like, I don't have anything to like mimic that sound, but it's like, yeah. and he's like, he's trying to put it on his fist. Yes, it's he's just, like struggling so much. I don't know how it would be that hard. I mean, I feel like it'd be easier with your mouth. You could hold one side with your finger and then you can like hold the other side yeah. down but like with one hand he's like trying to put it and then put it on the other side and then the other side and the How other side he get it on the other hand that he probably harder. used it like the, this maybe i don't know how did he get it on the other hand i don't remember seeing that yeah right uh, i guess he just used like his thumb and his index finger yeah put it on and like slid it on like that and then yeah had to do the other one yeah so i don't remember but um <laughs> So my next thing is that same scene whenever they're going, um, I guess like they, they're arriving, they're already in the Emmy's office or whatever. And they're like, okay, so what do we know about the guy? And Randy's like, um, we basically knew that he was flammable. <laughs> and then I was like, oh gosh, that's a low blow. And then um, he, oh, I don't remember what he picks up. Oh, Monk picks up the little green styrofoam. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, let's bag it. And he puts it in the bag and Randy's like, all right, I'm going to take this down to the lab. <laughs> and then Stonewall is like, we're in the lab. And he's like, all right, then I'll just set it down right here. <laughs> I thought it was cute. <laughs> well, it, it was funny to me, too, because I didn't catch that they were in the lab when he said it. It's just such a thing that they say. Yeah. And he's like, you're in the lab. And he's like, oh, then I'll just put it down right here. <laughs> okay. Um, my next like is um, Monk's bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his coaster for the coaster. Oh, it's like, about he's that. like, remember everyone? Yes. There's the coasters, and there's the coaster for the coasters. <laughs> They're like drinking juice boxes. <laughs> um, and then the bathroom inside of the bathroom, which is a porta potty inside of the bathroom, which is so freaking funny. And the guy asks him, where he's like, you have a bathroom in the bathroom, and he's like, well, I couldn't put it in the kitchen. <laughs> I feel like he's crazy. And then the pizza with no cheese. <laughs> what is, is there like it's it's not even cheese pizza though and he's like 
no, I ordered it plain. And like, yeah, but there's not even cheese on it. He's like, yeah, extra plain. Uh, no fuss, no muss or something like that. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Those poor guys. I know. Those poor guys. Oh, like, man. What would you even do? Uh, like, okay. Why would you let Monk plan your bachelor party? Why wouldn't you make Randy your best man? Poor Randy. Oh, okay. Okay, you're gonna... I think you should have been. Okay, you're getting into it. Okay, you're gonna, okay. Um, my next thing is, um, this is super random, but the fire, when the car was on fire, that was a real fire. Oh, like, yeah. Like, there was no CGI. Like, yeah. every time we see fires on Monk, it's CGI. I mean, unless it was just really good CGI, and then props to them. Mm-hmm. But that car was yeah, on, was on fire. fire. On fuego. Oh, and then also the, uh, that was, Randy's setup was good, too. And he's like, because they, at the bachelor party, they're like, everybody gets one beer. And Solomar's like, one beer? Okay, so we each have enough to have all of us get a little bit sleepy. Or one guy good and plastered. And they're like, designated drunk. I like it. And Randy's like, me, I call it, I call it. And then so he's, I guess he's off drinking by himself, which makes doesn't really make sense to yeah. me he's drinking by himself but then he comes back and he's like whoo that have you seen that car downstairs it's on fire or something <laughs> like that and he's like what and he's like yeah it's got flames all <laughs> on the side and on the hood and in the windshield and like it has flames in the windshield yeah and he's like why car's on fire and he runs out there and he's like what <laughs> I thought that was a good that was a good setup. There's flames in the windshield. I thought that was good. Um, yeah, I also did have Monk's terrible bachelor party, but I think we said most of the stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. Um, all of oh oh, do you want to say the the movie, the bachelor party movie? Oh, I didn't have that specifically. <laughs> oh well, basically, Monk's like, oh, let's watch this movie, guys. It's rated R, R. and and the movie is called Bachelor Party. And does he say, like, oh, how fitting, or whatever. Yeah. But Can you believe, like, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just sitting there, like, oh, okay. And they're, like, watching all these guys, like, do crazy stuff, I'm guessing, in this movie. And they're, yeah. like, oh, wow. Oh, cool. Because it's, like, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, instead they're watching them. I can't remember the words that he uses. He, like, is reading the back of it, and it's, like, because I think he throws it to Stottlemyre. He's like, check it out. And throws it across the room. And Stottlemyre is like, surprising. Like, crazy, surprising, and sinful. Or something like that. And he's like, that's for you. <laughs> it's so funny and so sad. It's so sad. The The next one is, again, Randy's getting me with some of these lines. I, I want to say that this is probably the time I laughed the most in this episode. I, I think it is. Yes. I it, love this line. It's when... They're trying to figure out who could possibly be trying to scare TK and the captain and they're and Randy and Stottlemyre are sitting in Stottlemyre's office and they're like, okay, who's on your short list? Like, who's, you know, the guy that's, who do you think would come after you? Like someone you arrested or whatever. Stottlemyre's like, we don't have anybody. They're either in prison or they're dead. And Randy's like, or both. No, Randy. Nobody's both. <laughs> No one can be dead and in prison. <laughs> oh my god. I can't with that. It was so bad. Or both. No. Nobody's both. <laughs> oh 
good. <laughs> it's just like he talks when his brain just shuts off and it's like on autopilot. Yeah, like, I don't know <laughs> what it is. It's so good. And it was one of those things where like Stottlemyre's like, he's under so much stress and yeah. he doesn't have time to explain things to Randy and he's just no. like, no. <laughs> Nobody's both. I can't, I just can't, I can't let that one go. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, I also liked Randy's uh, solo on the steel drum. Oh, yes. Like, beautiful. That reminded me of The Office. There's the... Because you asked me what it was, and I was like, what is that? Michael Scott plays it. He After he comes back from Jamaica, and he's like, feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. And that's the only thing he knows. It's like, blum, blum, blum. <laughs> blum, blum. That's the only thing he knows. And that's what it reminded me of that. That is so funny, because it reminded me of Community. Oh, really? Because, like... Someone like they they miss someone or whatever, and they have a new friend, and Project Brewster, who was on the oh, yeah, Criminal yeah, Mind yeah. thing, she was. They're like, "What was so great about this person?" And and Jeff's like, "Oh well, they knew steel drums." And and he's like, "Guys, trust me, it'll pay off. It'll pay off." And like at the end of the episode, there's like this big concert and like this light shines and she's like playing the steel drums. She's like, he's like, I told you it would pay off. It's so Oh, Padgett funny. Brewster is playing the yes, steel drums? Yes, yes. Oh, that's cool. I, I, I know who that is. I'm definitely not to that part yet, but I know who that is. Yeah, that's like season six, I want to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very far. Criminal Minds, I, I know her. But he's like, it'll pay off, trust me. And at the very end, it pays off. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I didn't like about that, though, was... That when Randy's playing the steel drums, that's when the the bomb goes off in yeah. the package, and they did, he didn't get to like finish. Like I mm. thought they were gonna like let him like play it out, and they're all just gonna stare at him like, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. and he's like, da, 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 da. <laughs> Dude, was there another episode where he does that? Where he, he just keeps playing? Yeah, and they're like, wait, oh, I, I guess it, is it the Y one? Why? And he's like, blum, blum. Blum 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 and you're like oh my god I thought they were gonna do that I guess I guess that would have been the same joke twice but I was feeling it I was feeling the steel drum and then they did the explosion I was like oh man okay um the random gift blew up i just thought that was really funny oh really like because oh. that not natalie randy's like halfway through saying dun, 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 and it's like, like oh my god oh, you thought it was funny oh. i thought i was like literally like i was like oh man heck? uh monk being a cactus yeah because she's like yeah. you're a cactus because he like doesn't like being touched i was like that's so fitting and then natalie being a butterfly, I forgot what it's called. Butterfly something, but it it like she, she was like standing right next to it, and I was like, oh my god, it like resembled her. I I feel like what was it? Oh, hmm. okay. So, I, like so, she looks like the flower. She does. Okay, so Natalie's a butterfly orchid. That's totally Natalie vibes. Like butterfly orchid. Like her standing next to it. I'm pretty sure there's a better frame of her standing next to it. No, that's good right there. No, like that one. Like yeah, she does look like she well, looks like what's that's a, what's a crocus? A crocus. crocus. She said you're a, a bud. Yeah, I don't know, but Randy's like, I've always felt like a crocus. Yeah, just no, like a no random. way, no kidding. Yeah. Like what? Randy is so funny. <laughs> He's so funny. I just, I mean, they were just so fitting. Yeah. Like oh, no, but then no, but then she calls him a cactus. But then that's not what she finishes on though. She's like, wait, I have it. 
and she brings over the plastic pen. Oh yeah. With the flower on top. And mm-hmm. like, but it's plastic. And you're like, exactly. Yeah. It's a perfect match. And he's like, I love it. <laughs> that was good. That was that was really yeah, cute. Yeah. Okay. I only have a few more actually, and they're all not funny. They're all like sad or sentimental <laughs> or whatever. And one of them is I love how Natalie was hanging out with the girls. And I wrote that before this next part. The but thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I wrote that before that. Like, I was like, because the guys got to hang out. And I was thinking, like, oh, no, wait. Like, but Natalie's not a part of the guys thing. So I hope that they don't cut Natalie out of this episode again. Yeah, that would be, yeah. And even, like, even though we're not, like, that into TK and her, you know, fake sister or whatever. We don't care about them per se. But... I thought it was really nice that Natalie was still a part of their thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I, th- I thought it was really good. And then I put after that, I'm like, and go Natalie pulling for the captain. Oh my gosh. Did you have that? That was such, oh my gosh. That was such a good scene because I mean, like, you know, we know like Stephanie is trying to break them up, spook them and everything. And so she's being that friend who's, you know, even though she has ulterior motives, like, you know there's people like that, like, no yeah, matter like, what. And they're you're like, better single. You're better than that. You're better than him, blah, blah, blah. And they just, they're either miserable themselves or they just don't know the person. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, well, hang on. You're not here. Yeah. You don't know Leland. And Natalie has that beautiful perspective from the fact that she knows Leland mm-hmm. and that she related to it because of Mitch. And yeah. she's like, you know what, though? If I knew everything that was going to happen with Mitch, even though we were only married for eight years, I would have married him for eight minutes. And she's like, oh man, it's so good. And so, yeah, so that definitely just compiled on top of the, I love seeing Natalie getting to hang out with the girls and she defends Leland and also Mitch and her and yeah, yeah. Damn. So Natalie's the best character. I mean, that is like the best advice ever. No. Yeah. In the history of the world, like, I love my husband more than anything. You should do it. I know about Stoudemire. I know who he is. He's a good person. And I would take all of it back just to be with Mitch. Well, there's actually another good one coming up. Do you mm-hmm. have, what do you have? Oh, uh, I have one more, like, random. I thought you meant, like, sentimental. Oh, no, I just meant, I just meant, like, your turn. Because I have two things oh, left. Oh, 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 yeah. My last one is... Oh, your last, last one. Yeah, my last, okay. last one is Monk being held at gunpoint. And he's like, Stoudemire, Stoudemire, she's the guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so true. She's def... Yeah, she's definitely the guy. She's definitely the guy. That is good. Oh, thanks, Monk. <laughs> oh, I had actually had that. I wrote it up at the top because I ran out of room. But the whole, I put a Stoddy scheme... Yes. Totally Stoddy scheme because they're walking and I did not remember this part. For some reason I was like, well, I know there's a gun in the tuxedo bag, but that's what she just took out. Yeah. So what on earth is he feeling for inside of the bag? I did not understand that. And then he was like, oh yeah, that gun's empty. And she's like, oh yeah, I'll show you. Boom. And he's like, well, now it's empty. You emptied the chamber. And he's because he has the clip and i was like oh stoddy scheme oh plot hole okay that was a <laughs> that, i thought it was a really good stoddy scheme but i no, thought it, it was a really good plot hole okay go, okay okay <laughs> we'll we'll see we'll see okay the last two things i have is one is um i don't know if i'm getting this mixed up though is this two different scenes where stoddermeyer asks monk 
like, is it okay if I marry Trudy? Like, mm-hmm. you know, because her name's Trudy. Like, yeah. what do you think about that? And he's like, no, that's perfect. Everybody should have a Trudy. And it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is a different part because it's way lower on my notes. So it's definitely a different part. But this is whenever they're, like, about to, like, break up. And Stottlemyre's like, you know, I guess I should take that ring back. And Monk is like, no. And he's, you know, gripping onto it still. And he's like, no, like, you can't give up. This is not over. This is not the end. She's your answer. And Stottlemyre's like, she's my answer. And he starts, like, kind of tearing up. And he's like, where did you hear that? And he's like, Trudy used to say it. Well, my Trudy. And Stottlemyre's, like, starts crying. Mm -hmm. And it's so sad. And he's like, yeah, she's my answer. Like, that's totally right. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Oh, the tears in this one. And then my last one is the wedding. The wedding. The wedding was beautiful. The wedding on the beach. It was at the beach. And it was plot holes. Okay. And it was on the beach. It was so... The most beautiful plot hole I've ever seen. I know. And it was... No, it really was really pretty. Yeah. And Randy was playing the guitar and he was playing it really well. Oh my God, he was. And... They say their vows, and TK actually like really, really pretty. Like sometimes in shows, they're like, "How do I look at my dress?" And you're like, "That's oh, but ugly." <laughs> she looked really pretty. Everything was great. Monk had the ring, and they say their vows. And Trudy's like, uh, "TK." Like he calls her Trudy in the thing, which I yeah. thought was kind of sweet because that's like her formal name. Yeah. So she's like, "I want you to wear one more thing. Hang on, give me your wallet." And then she pulls out his badge. Oh my god! And she pins it on him, and I was like, "That's his identity." <laughs> he is a it's cop. It's identity. He is a cop. Oh, he was willing to quit the force for her. It was beautiful. They're so sweet. They're so sweet. And 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 see, and that goes back up to my spiel before, where I think it was very believable. Yeah. The episode to me was believable. Their wedding was believable. Their love was believable. And I really liked it. So yeah. Okay. What did you this like about this episode? Okay, I feel like I have a lot of contrasts. Okay, like Monk ruins the surprise. Okay, my dislike oh, yeah. was Randy ruins the surprise because like it's just one of the thing. It's like one of those things where like Randy knows social norms a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like Randy saw this moment, but Monk just like and he was figuring it out. And he's like all excited yeah. about it, and then Randy's like. Winking at the captain, like, like, oh, you know, like, we all know, like, he's, like, ruining it. I don't yeah. know. Like, I, I just, I mean, it's not a terrible, it's very nitpicky, but I was like, well, Randy, like, you could have just let it go, but he kept going with it. I don't know. He's, he just ruined it more. I don't know. I don't know. That's just a little thing. Okay. Well, my first dislike is that TK is rushed. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. It's the truth. We met her three episodes ago. I mean, I, I don't know. They were stuck in a corner. They had to give Stottlemyre a way out. Mm-hmm. You know, his dream, which I guess tapped in a wife, you know, mm-hmm. something of that sort. And they, they had to do it, but they can't bring Linda back or... You know, Karen yeah, back. make her un be murdered. Yeah, I mean, be, be mur- a murderer. Be a murderer. Yeah, but like, I mean, I guess they could have brought Karen back. You know what? I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, the actress who plays her, I think she might have died. <gasps> yeah, 
I don't oh, remember no. when she died, though. I don't know if it was still when the show was on. Oh, okay, no, no, no. 2017. Okay, so she died in 2017. Which so it was, way, it was way after. It was way after. Rest in peace. Um, but I will say, okay, well, of course, rest in peace. But a lot of people didn't like Karen Stottlemyre. So that would have been... I Karen. That would have been a really probably bad decision. Like, f- as yeah. far as wives for him I, go. Okay, how I, hard would it have been to make Monk's birthday a few episodes earlier and maybe put Karen in more... Like, uh, TK. Oh, yeah, t- yeah, TK, yeah. sorry. T- I'm just thinking of the superior wife here, sorry. Um. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna get a lot of backlash for that one. There's Uh-oh. so many people who cannot stand Karen Stottlemyre. Oh yeah. my god, really? I, okay, yeah. I'm sorry guys. I mean, maybe no, I, it, maybe I haven't watched it in a while. Not necessarily me, dumb, she's just but... a little, they're two opposites and she's kind of, like her voice is kind of annoying. Uh-huh. I think that's people's like main argument. Oh yeah, because like, she's like... You married a captain, no, like and you captain. don't want him to use the gun. Leland. Leland. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know when I hate you that you oh use the gun, Leland. She's dead. I feel bad. Leland doesn't even she have a my, gun. She died on my birthday. Oh, my God. Oh, she died on your birthday? She died on my birthday. Aw. Oh, my God. Well, like, three years ago, though. Like, your birthday, I, but not your birthday. Four years ago. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, what about this, though? Uh, I And I know that you said that uh, Randy... And Sharona were forced. Like, I know that was your opinion. But what would be your opinion versus, like, the captain's relationship being more summed up than Randy's was? Mm. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, what if they had... So you think if they had done the same thing and they kind of just, like, let the captain and TK ride off into the sunset with a small kiss. Mm. And we just kind of assume that they're together. But they made a big deal out of Sharona and Randy's. Because you, oh, I forgot that you thought that. I thought that this was their Do you want to explain that? Because you said that to me after, and I thought that was very interesting. Okay, so the thumbnail on the Prime video, Amazon, you know, what we watch it on, is, is for this episode, Mr. Monk is the best man, is like Randy and the lady from the flower shop, who, mind you, looks like Sharona, like, not like Sharona, like Sharona's mother, like Like she's old enough. To be, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Her hair is, like, all curly and Sharona-like. And I thought, I'm not even joking, you know, Randy's, like, dressed pretty nice. And I thought, like, you know, that was the the, the wedding this episode. Mr. Monk is the best man mm-hmm. was Randy and Sharona getting married this episode. Which they probably do in the, the finale. But I don't know. But I would mean, you have, if you had to choose either or... I think, would no, you, I think this is better because I feel okay. like it gives Sharona and Randy to air out if they do happen in the finale. Mm-hmm. But I just think they should have done this differently. Because what's the harm? It's not like a hundredth case with, it has to be on this episode. Why couldn't they just moved? Mr. Monk is, Mr. Monk's birthday. Yeah, I wonder forward. why. I wonder what the significance of that was for them. She could have been Because I'm almost the entire certain season. that Tony Shalhoub was... A little older uh-huh. than Monk was, I think. I don't know. I don't know. That's I could totally be off. I, I've never calculated that. I don't think. But mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't understand the significance of the fiftieth birthday. Um, or they could have, and we're also saying fiftieth birthday. They could have just introduced her earlier. Uh-huh. She could have had a different profession, and they could have. It didn't. She'd have to be a vacuum article writer or whatever she does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, household appliance writer. It doesn't, yeah, so. that episode could have been. 
moved entirely, or she could have been moved entirely, mm-hmm. and they could have they could have integrated her more into the show, and be like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, another TK centric episode, because mm-hmm. no one even wants that. Yeah. But like, oh hey honey, ready to go do this? Yeah. Like if like an uh, episode where Stottlemyre isn't in it or something. Yeah. She's like, I, oh I'm taking Karen down or not Karen. God, I'm taking TK down. I would say, like, the only rebuttal that I have for that is just because, like, whenever you do, like, think of any TV show, if you get people together sooner, then at the end, people are still expecting something big to happen with them. Like, if they had, like, say they made them to get together, like, at the beginning of season eight, by the end, we would have wanted to see that storyline move just a little bit more and maybe, like, oh, she's pregnant. But the fact that they sum her up, like, their relationship at the end means, like, okay, this is it for Stottlemyre. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things where it's like, do you want the, do you want like more groundwork laid for this? Or do you actually want like, oh my gosh, he's getting married. Oh my gosh, Sharona and Randy. Oh my gosh, this is that, you know. And and like you said, you don't want all of those things in the final episode. Yeah. So it's like they're trying to, and especially for Monk, that's so like not storyline based. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's very, like, all these episodes stand so much on their own with just, like, the mysteries and the crimes and stuff. We kind of put more stock into, like, the storyline of things, I think, than yeah. the, even the writers do. Yeah. So just kind of putting in from that perspective. But I, de- I definitely agree. I just still, I believe, like, in my, like, still agree with my like that I it was very believable. Like, their relationship was believable. And it could very well be that Stottlemyre or uh, Ted Levine is such a good actor, too. Yeah. Like, when he falls in love with somebody, like, you believe he falls in love with them. Yeah. And so you're like, yeah. oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. So that could have a lot to do with it. But my next dislike is Randy's Terrible Song. No. That song was really bad. And I didn't, the, the pro, my problem with it is like, not even it's a problem. It's just a general, like, I didn't know the song that Natalie was saying that he ripped off. Yeah. So if he was like, that would have been so much funnier to me. Yeah. But it was just because I didn't get the reference. It's nothing to do like with them. Like they didn't make a mistake. It was, that's a really funny joke. Mm-hmm. You know, like that someone's parodying something and you're like. That's cool, but that's like, you know, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Yeah, <laughs> it's like do that on community. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're like, what? No, it's not. You're like, yeah, it is. Think about it. Twinkle, twinkle. Yeah, <laughs> and you're yeah. like, son of a. Yeah. Like, that's funny, but I didn't get the reference. So that's just why I disliked yeah. it. So it wasn't my. They could have done a broader song? Yeah, weird. a more popular uh, Maybe song. more 2000 whatever, I'm guessing, but. I'm assuming it's an old song, like, like from 90s, the 80s or 80s, yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't even remember. What did you say? Light my fire? It sounds a lot like yeah. light my fire. Because that's what it is. That you do that on community. And it's the the way it goes is what it's called. It's really funny. And he's like, he has to write a school song for Greendale. And he just oh. completely copies the entire song. So this says light my fire in 1967 by The Doors. Whoa. There's a, there's a couple other ones. Light My yeah. Fire by Will Young, 2002. That's not it. Yeah, because he's just rhyming things with, like, Stottlemyre. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Stottlemyre or something like that. Yeah, I don't know the cause, tune because yeah. I don't know the song. So, yeah. yeah. But that was that was just my kind of... Okay. That was a personal kind of thing. Um, TK, apparently it's so hard for her to be a cop's wife. Yeah. A cop's wife? Relax. I get, like, this is my spouse and they're in danger every day. First of all... Stottlemyre is like 
barely out on the field. Second of all, uh, this is never, you dated him for six months. This has never happened. You know this doesn't happen. Like, will this happen every day? Don't act like you just met. We know you didn't just meet. Aww. We know that you know his job. And why are you getting second thoughts after you're like, oh my God, he's marrying me. I'm in my wedding dress right now. No. TK's an idiot and deserves to not be marrying Sotomayor. Okay, this is this is what I put. I put TK's cold feet dislike. Thank I you. Say, I put he's not quitting for you, honey. And then no, in the parentheses I go, oh, okay, he did. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's giving up his badge, and I was like, okay, he did. But then also I put underneath TK's cold feet. I put in parentheses. Okay, that phone call was really creepy. I know. Oh, like yeah. I was oh, like, okay, because at first I, I thought she was being is. a baby. Yeah, and then she's like wait a second is this and like the whole six month thing but also think the captain's been a police officer for like 20 plus years and i've only known you for six months and something like this is already happening saying it's like an everyday occurrence obviously was not the right way to phrase it but you're still thinking like wait does like this stuff kind of happen to you a lot and he's like no 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 no. like out of the past 20 years like i've had one other person like ever try to come at me or something like yeah. But she's like, wait, I've only known you for like six months. So like, is this, and you know, like they're, they're still in that honeymoon phase of their dating relationship. Yeah. So it's like, but do I get married to you after six months and I can't even handle this? Or do I just go ahead and cut this off? Mm-hmm. Like if they had been dating longer, then it would have made even less sense. But the fact that six months still is a really short period of time. Yeah. But I mean, I totally put it as a dislike. I'm, I totally agree. I'm just, I, I'm just saying the other side, like point of view. Because I did have those parentheses like, yeah, but, yeah, but. Mm -hmm. But just in general that, I think it was just honestly that particular scene. Because every other thing she says after that like totally redeems herself. Because she's like, like, I don't want to make him quit the force. I don't want him to resent me. That's no way to have a marriage and stuff. And I was like, okay. And she was like listening to Stephanie and listening to Natalie. She was very decisive. But yeah. 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 So... Uh, my next thing is, this is another opposite, which is Monk's terrible bachelor party. It was so cringy. Yeah. It was, it was hard to watch. It was sad. It was sad. Because, it, again, it's like you take Monk's things for how they are, but one of his things is like him not fitting in uh-uh. and being different. And it was good that they didn't harp on it. Like, they, like the guys didn't give him a hard time. They didn't laugh at him. Yeah. Or anything. We'll see. We'll see. But... Yeah, just his his terrible bachelor party was. It was, it was very hard. terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Okay. Uh, my last dislike is that I don't really have that many dislikes. Um, <laughs> I don't have any dislikes, but like that's not to say that this episode was like like amazing. perfect. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just there wasn't much to say. Like, I I get what you're saying. Um, there was not I, much to take to, and be like. Well, that, yeah. yeah, sometimes that's why I have so many opposite things because I'm like, it's not like there's like a scene I dislike or a thing I dislike. It's like, yeah. there's just like, I really like this, but a small part of it I disliked. Yeah. So I have a lot of like opposites. Like my next one is, um, I liked Joy, the the lady. She's like, that's not my real name. It's just why I feel. <laughs> like she was really funny and quirky. And actually I genuinely liked her character, but just the whole thing of it was really random. Yeah. Like completely unnecessary, a complete like filler scene. I feel like, I don't know what they would have done because it was a cute scene. So I don't know, like it probably would have, I mean, it would have been more boring if it was like more logistical. 
Yeah. Like, oh, this random scene with them questioning this woman of no significance. Like, I feel like they did their best to make it a little quirky. Yeah. Um, But I will say, too, it also helped you remember the Infinity Flower Shop at the end because mm-hmm. they had that whole scene. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, the flower shop. I remember that. Instead of that being, like, just a really boring scene. Yeah. And then you're like... Wait, what? Oh, the flower shop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it did make it memorable, but just the thing in general about, like, the flowers and everything was just random. And, and, the, and the scene was also really long. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this seems like a filler scene, but. Yeah, it was just. I, it, this episode was just. Uh, the marriage was first. Everything else was back burner, which isn't terrible. But it was like, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good crime I got it at least five minutes in, I would say. Oh, that's... I guess that, like, pretty much right away, whenever she was like, oh, I'll take the tux. Yeah. And he was like, no. I was like, okay, well. So then I did it with the tux, and then, like, five more minutes in, I was like, okay, so she stuck something in the tux when she was getting pulled over, and then she has to get it back, so that's why she's trying to call off the marriage, and... I mean, it just wasn't... I thought it was creative... But predictable. Okay, I'm I, I'm honestly really glad that you said that because my absolute biggest dislike is that you figured it out. You figured it out uh-huh. in five minutes because I knew it was going to happen. So yeah. I'm like, that. I wrote that down. Noah figured it out. Yeah. And because at first you said, oh, it has something to do with the tux. And I thought you might let it go. Mm-hmm. And then she did something else and you go, okay, hang on. She left something in the tuxedo. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you spelt the whole thing out and I was like, oh, crap. And honestly, I remembered... This I remembered me liking the crime about this one and less about the marriage and now oh. I and now I kind of flip flopped where yeah, I like more about the marriage and less about the crime but you did say oh I thought it was clever I just figured it out yeah so I'm like okay well at least he did think that it was clever and not like what well, that was so lame I figured it out like it was a little clever mm-hmm. it just was they it was just too obvious yeah they should stop mentioning the tux yeah. she mentioned the tux three times mm-hmm. and they sh- and they just should have done that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, okay, Facts, okay, all right. So, talk about nitpicky. This is one of my dislikes. <laughs> is I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? We've never seen Monk or Trudy like a flashback in a snippet, but we've never seen them their proposal or their wedding. Like we've seen a snippet of their wedding, like of them like eat, feeding each other cake, and Monk's like crying about it. It's super sad. But we've never seen a flashback of the, like, what did it, how would, I can't even imagine Monk proposing. And I wish I had seen it. And her, like, probably helping him. Or some, like, yeah. Like, all all the words he would have said to her, that would have been perfect. Oh my God. Yeah. Imagining it. Imagining it. Which, uh, yeah. And I wrote that too because I I was like, I go, I was kind of a little bummed that we didn't see Stottlemyre propose. And then I was like, you know what though? I would have rather seen Monk propose. And that's what we've never seen. Yeah. So that was a little picky thing. And then I also wrote Captain Albright. Oh, yes. She mentioned mentioned, it wasn't a dislike, but I just jotted it down because I forgot about it. It was a little callback. Yeah. And I was like, oh. We were like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Anyway, I was going to say something. Oh, Oh, yeah. Natalie needs more Mitch screen time because... Oh, Every like, time she talks about Mitch, I start crying. Because, Ooh. oh my freaking gosh. Honestly, I feel like they've kind of, like, beat Monk and Trudy to death. But I feel like Natalie and Mitch is so fresh and, like, interesting. Like, hmm. 
I mean, but you mean me, like I, a, you, I, I'm still invested in Trudy and like the car bomb and everything. Uh-huh. But like, m- like her talking about Mitch is amazing. She's such a. But good like, actor. you think but that they actually should do uh, flashback or just mentions more? I think they should do a flashback because we've never actually like seen Mitch, right? No. And uh, yeah, yeah, they gotta make him a little more. I don't know, handsome. Not handsome, but more rugged than the other guy. But yeah, like, Stephen was kind of like scrawny. He's kind of pretty boyish. Yeah, pretty boyish. Not very lieutenant. Yeah, make him a little, a little manlier. Just, yeah. a, just a little. Just a little. Because he's a handsome guy. And it's Natalie's just, man. Yeah. So someone who Natalie wouldn't, you know, boss around. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why couldn't? Yeah. Uh, Telling you, we just make our own reboot. I know. Write the script, submit it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Reboot. It's uh, all about. It's called uh, Tiger instead of Monk. <laughs> I'm Detective Natalie Tiger. This is my assistant, Adrian. Oh, it's <laughs> no, this is the spinoff, the Eager Miss Tiger. Oh, the Eager Miss Tiger, and and Monk like well something happens to Monk, or like he finds something that's related to the finale. And, like, you know, Monk's whole bow tied and whatever. And Natalie is like, well, I'm going to go be my own detective. Since, since I've spent the past four years, like, basically studying you. And so she gets through the eagerest tiger. And she goes across America solving crimes. I honestly, like, I know we're done. But, like, I, that would be a really good idea that after the show is over... Like, if we ever did a bonus thing, would be to do a spinoff. Like, just, like, oh, spout yeah. off ideas of a spinoff Randy, for the Monk. Yeah, like, yeah. for a Monk reboot, a Monk movie. Yeah. Like, a Stottlemyre spinoff, a Randy spinoff, a Natalie spinoff, yeah. and, like, what that would entail. We already know what the so. Randy spinoff would look like. Yeah. Uh, Jason Gray. Yeah. It's like, but, uh, selling all Randy's music, him and his buddies. Yeah. yeah. That would be, Yeah. Okay, but I am done with the dislikes, though, so. I am as well. Okay. He's, He's the, the guy. guy. All right, I have someone today. You do? Okay. The most recognizable person, I'd say, in this episode, Michael Shalhoub. Really? Shalhoub, yes. He's Shalhoub. He's Shal. He's the, 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 the older Shalhoub brother, I'm guessing. Yeah. He looked older. Who was he? He was the priest. You didn't notice Oh, which I didn't. Paul. Anyways, Michael Shalhoub. Um, he he he's he Candace. Okay, for doing this too much. Okay. Um, well, basically, he. Okay, me and my brother, when we were like younger, we used to play this game called Disney Infinity. Okay, and there's three different like, like games like Disney Infinity One, Disney Infinity Two, and Disney Infinity Three. And in Disney Infinity 1, he played one of the characters and basically... Okay. Michael Shalhoub did? Michael Shalhoub. He did Hoob inside of Disney Infinity. But basically in Disney Infinity, you're like... It's like an interactive game where you have actual figures and you put them on the thing. And they come in and they're on the screen. Right? Mm -hmm. And he played Luigi because it's based off of Disney characters. And he played Luigi from Cars. Hmm. Which, I don't know how he did, like, what Did he have an Italian casting? accent? I guess. Because, uh, remember, Tony Shalhoub. 
he on Wings he played uh, Antonio Scarpacci, and he's Italian in Wings, so that makes sense. Yeah, because Luigi's Ferrari. Fra- yeah, yeah. So Italian. that makes sense. Yeah, I guess is, so. so it is good casting, actually. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was cool because I was like, I'm he's probably not in anything, and then I realized he's from a video game that me and my brother used to play all the time. That is that is actually pretty interesting. I know. Thank you. Thank you. I thought it was pretty interesting, too. I have someone who... Someone else submitted something. But So this is Carol Kane as Joy. Super familiar. Super... Oh, my gosh. Super recognizable voice. Like, that voice is just like... it's. She's so funny. Yeah. But I thought you might want to read... So Lindsay submitted uh, just oh. a little... He's the guy. I had this one, too. Um, and we had similar stuff. So you want to read oh, it? Lindsay. Follow her at... Lindsay NC10. <clears throat> she says, Hey guys, I just have a quick He's the Guy for the Best Man episode. I recognize the florist Carol Kane from the Netflix show Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt with Ellie Kemper from The Office as the title character. You know, Kimmy Schmidt. Um, which I watched with my family during quarantine. I recognize her voice too. And when I looked her up, I realized she's the voice of Isabella's grandma from Phineas and Ferb. One of my favorite shows growing up, which was super cool. That's all I had for her. But I hope y'all have a great day. <gasps> she totally is. <laughs> <laughs> well as grandma. I thought you might catch that. I didn't watch Phineas and Ferb as much as you. I used to always but watch I, that I, It's show. so cute, though. Get you, get you again. He said, I love you. I said, bam, chicka, bam, bam. That's what my baby said. Now, now, now. And my heart starts pumping. Chicky, chicky, chew, wow. Get you, get you, goo. He said, I love you. Yay. Oh, my God. I love that show so much. I could rewatch it. I could rewatch it. <laughs> and I always like, because Candace, Ashley Tisdale plays Candace. I know. And you were totally. I'm like, oh, my gosh, man. Okay. So, Yeah. Totally on Phineas and Ferb. I a thousand percent recognized her from Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. I watched, I watched, I think all of but the last season. That show's a little kooky, but, um, I do love Ellie Kemper's really funny. She's really funny on The Office too. Mm-hmm. And so it, it like a, a kind of a, I would call it a dumb show, not to offend anyone, but it's kind of one of a dumber show. Like Ellie really sells that for me. Like, so another actress could just be like, eh, like this is too dumb. She plays the dumb character so well because that's who she plays on The Office too. On Kimmy she plays, Schmidt, she plays yeah, because Kimmy Schmidt is you know, the the cult person. Yeah, yeah, she's been underground in a bunker for the past fifteen years or whatever. So when she comes back up, she has no like understanding or social norms or anything. So it's, it's really good. But then in like The Office, she plays Aaron, who's the receptionist, and she's just really stupid. And yeah, she just plays it so well. So um oh, and along with Lindsay's submission. When we asked in our Munkers group on Facebook, we got a response from Thomas Ahern, who said um, his comment was he was glad that Stoudemire got his happy ending. But he also noted that this is the only episode with two Oscar nominees, which are Carol Kane and, of course, Virginia Madsen, who we've discussed on Happy Birthday, Mr. Monk. And yeah, I thought that was really cool that two Oscar nominees were on here. I didn't know that. And so I was glad that he pointed that out. So good job, Thomas. 
And then my other person was Terry Polo, who is extremely recognizable as well. She played Stephanie Briggs, the murderer. She was on an episode of Medium, of Numbers, but I recognize her from The Fosters. I watched that Mm -hmm. whole series. She's one of the moms, Steph. And then um, she's probably, I would say, most, 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 way most famous for Meet the Parents. She's the wife of Ben Stiller. The um, Ben Stiller? Yeah. She plays Pam Burns. And so, you know, you know, Meet the Parents is, well, you know, Ben Stiller is and Meet the Parents is like, it's, it's her in-law. Uh, no, it's sorry. It's, it's his in-law. So it's her parents. Her dad is Robert De Niro. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's the, to- Toby loves this stupid line where uh, Ben Stiller's like, well, you can pretty much um, milk anything with nipples. <laughs> and the dad's like, well, Greg, I have nipples. Can you milk me? And Toby loves that line. I don't know why, but he thinks it's so funny. But that, so every time I think of Meet the Parents, that's what I think of because Toby always says that. But she's Pam Burns from Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers. And I think there's Meet the Little Fockers or something because they have kids or something. And Whoa. one of them, yeah. Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, and Meet the Little Fockers because their last name is Fokker. <laughs> Cause it's her. It's meet the little fuckers. It's it's her. Cause I want to say that it's a family show. Okay. You're just and, completely making this up. And so I'm just. There ma- is I'm, no movie called Meet the Fuckers. <laughs> You're just making me sing it now. Wow, okay, it is. Okay. Um, and then I also wanted to mention that we have one kind of like final viewer's voice. So when I asked everyone in the Muckers group. They all responded with, like, he's the guy stuff. So I just figured I'd put everything in this segment. So anyways, so our last one is from Lisa, who, of course, joined us for our Happy Birthday, Mr. Monk episode on our He's the Guy segment. So Lisa coming in strong once again. She mentioned that Terry Polo and Virginia Madsen, right? We talked about this on our past episode, that both of these ladies were Frasier's love interests and... I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe that I didn't notice that. Terry Polo totally was one of Fraser's love interests. So good catch by Lisa, as always. And then, of course, she also mentioned, you know, Tony Shalhoub's brother as the minister. So good job, Lisa. So now it's time for two bonus He's the Guys, since I've been watching Community. <gasps> um, there's John Michael Higgins, who John plays Michael. Ronnie Lankman on Mr. Muck and the Game Show. He was on an episode of Community. I don't remember which one. Was he a teacher? He's like in the first or second episode. It was one that I watched with you. And I was like, okay, he's from Monk. I want to say he was in... He was in one of the classes and I was like, what class is this supposed to be? And you were like, I don't know. It's one of the first couple episodes. It's the... um, Where he's like, seize the day. Carpe diem. Yes. Carpe diem. Or he tell he tell yeah oh you're right okay he tells Jeff like carpe diem and then at the end he kisses a girl and he's yeah. like you carpe seize diem you the seize deer. the heck out of that day yeah. or whatever yeah but so what is he one. yeah it's something like I forget what the, the thing is called I don't know what the class oh it's or... it's something stupid philosophy like, or something no something like it's that? uh because he's trying to get a what's it called credit a this is no way to teach he's Professor Whitman the accounting. This is no way to teach accounting. Oh, this is no way to teach accounting. You're right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, do you want to tell the people the one that you missed? I literally text you because I saw this and I was like, really, bro? She's on community? And you were like... Was, yeah. Guys, the Linda Fusco is on community, but with dyed red hair. 
So I it was like super short. Yeah, it was, it was super, super short, short, dyed red hair, and I did not recognize her at all. But as soon as Candace sent me that text, I was like, oh my god, I am so dumb. <laughs> she was totally in it. Because yeah. I was like, no, she's not. And then I was like, uh, yeah, she is. <laughs> you were like, who? It was like the old guy named Pierce. He has an escort. Yeah. And well, his, it's not his escort. His girlfriend just, that's her profession. She is an escort or something. Yeah. And well, he thinks it's her girlfriend, but she is an escort. Oh, she is? <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I that. I was just like, oh my gosh, it's Linda Fusco. And I texted you. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that we've been talking about Linda Fusco too much. Okay. So <laughs> let's move on to. Junk time. Welcome back to my favorite time in the years on the show where we eat junk and kind of me quite do you like it? <laughs> Do you like it? Uh, well, we ate all of our junk because um, that was at the beginning of the show. I'm actually so thirsty. All I have is my apple juice, but oh, I just I really want an see. ice glass of water. Ooh, I got some leftover like melted ice. So I'm jealous. Okay, Toby is slacking. Oh, it's oh Toby's birthday is about to be here, so we probably should hurry up so we can tell him happy birthday. Oh yeah. Okay, so my first question is. What is your soul flower? I was thinking about it the other day. No, I'm kidding. I have no idea. I want to I wanna figure it out because I was watching this and I was like, that's such a cool idea. Yeah. Like, you know, people are like, what's your Hogwarts house? You know, like, what's your Zodiac? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't have to come up with your what's Zodiac. What's your but... flower? Yeah. What's your flower, man? I, what's yours? Here, okay. This... I mean, I know my favorite flower is a tulip. I don't know if that represents my personality per se. You can't se. say tulip. That's so basic. No, it, All is it? flowers. <laughs> my, I mean, my, that's my favorite flower. I will say that I have had some gladiolas pop up in my, um, not pop up. I planted them. <laughs> they're blooming. Um, they're really pretty. They bloom in the summer and they're super pretty. Petun- I, I, from what little I know about flowers, petunias, like they last in the summer and they bloom. Like, they're really hardy. I always buy mums in the fall. And they have, like, pretty, like, orange and red, like, deep burgundy tones or bright, like, marigold tones. There's also marigolds. I love lilies, too. Um, I plant those for the springtime. Roses. I mean, people give me roses a lot, like, for Valentine's Day or for coaching or just whatever. Um... Oh, I do love roses and they smell really good, but they're not, they're my favorite. And I, a lot of people say like, oh, well, roses have thorns. So like people are like, oh, they're beautiful on the outside, but you know, they're prickly or they're hard to get to the surface or something. I don't know about that. Yeah. Are you taking a quiz on what's, I your, am. I really what's am. your flower? Does money matter to you in a relationship? Of course it does. <laughs> what is the best source of dating advice for you? Books? No, my best friend. Finally, what is your worst quality? I am emotional. I am dramatic. I am bossy. I am naive. I'd say I'm naive. Actually, I'm pretty bossy. Actually, I'm pretty emotional. Actually, I'm pretty dramatic. Okay, I'm going to go with naive. I'm a rose. Oh, gosh. How cliche. Despite the tough facade, rose people are extremely caring. They will champion for friends and families. And they will always see the best in people. Thanks. That's basically what I said. Like, a rose is like... That's what everybody says. Oh, a rose is beautiful on the outside and has thorns. Like, it's literally... Okay, I found one. Was yours on flowermag.com? 
Probably uh, not. Okay. Um, I think mine was BuzzFeed. Okay, I took a flower quiz and it says, I am an iris. Ooh. You're a rational and observant person and therefore are an excellent problem solver. You enjoy learning about how things work and often prefer to work alone. Independent, analytical, a lover of learning. You stand out for your competence and, ele- and intelligence. <laughs> I can't say the word. <laughs> and you're impalable. <laughs> and you're smart. <laughs> the legend goes that in that when an ancient king found himself trapped between river and the enemy, he cleverly used irises growing in the river as a guide to safety across the shallowest part of the river. Perhaps this is why the iris is now considered to be an emblem of wisdom. Wow. Oh. Your website was better than mine. An iris? I liked mine, or the, the resurrection one. I'm an iris? Oh my gosh. I love this. What a good question I had for junk time. Yeah, that was a good question. Kind of is that your only question? Um, I have one. Uh, okay. What is the right time to get married? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Thank you. Um, okay, well, I mean, I try to be just super smart about it and because I'm so intelligent. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I got married right after college. Mm. I mean, I, a lot of people probably wouldn't think that was like a good time. I mean, like, but you gotta understand, like, I was with my significant other since I was 12. Mm. Like boyfriend and girlfriend since we were twelve, and so right. literally dated through junior high, high school, and by the time we were like going into college, we were already like, or you know, towards the end of high school, we're like, well, you know, if we get married, it'll be after college. Like we're not going to get married during college. Like yeah. we won't do that. Then so like college comes around, and then we're about to be graduated from college, and then he proposed, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so shocked. And he was like, why are you shocked? We said we we're going to get married after college. And I'm like. I don't know. I guess I didn't put the math together. So we like literally he proposed like right when, cause I said that I wanted like a year and a half to like plan for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And he proposed like right on the dot. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I was like, so shocked. I'm dumb. <laughs> and not am telling it. And so then a year and a half later we got married. So Aww. after, Oh wait, no, that's not true. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, a year and a half. Yeah. So when we were juniors in college. He proposed. And then so whenever we graduated after college, we got married like six months later or something like that. I just feel like few month relationships, at least two years is what I think. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Yeah. My bad. I was totally interpreting that totally different. I thought you meant like what age. I understand. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, okay, no, okay. You, I mean you went on for, I didn't even notice. Oh, okay. You were lulling me with your words, your fancy Shakespearean, okay. what are they called? Iris wisdom words? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My intelligence words. Um, yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. Again, I was with my significant... We got married, like, on our 10-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, yeah. that, like, concept is, like, out of the window. Our best friends were together, like, since they were, like, sophomores. 10 years. That's what, like, the most popular YouTuber, PewDiePie, mm-hmm. like... Because he started his channel back in whenever, 2010, I think, whenever YouTube was, like, just starting. Mm-hmm. And now he's, like, the biggest YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And, like, his wife was, like, one of his first subscribers. <laughs> and they, like, met and they, like, talked, like, at, like, the beginning of his channel. And then they just got married in 2020. What? Yeah. How they, crazy they were, They've been, like... Like, everyone's, like, favorite couple. What? For, like, ten years. And they finally got married. What? That's crazy. Cool. I know. I like that. And everyone was so excited for them. It was so cool. But, like, ten years for you guys, too. Yeah. 
But yeah, that is, again, it's an interesting question just because like there are some people who literally stay together for years and they don't tie the knot. And it's like people like, you know, thinking like, well, they're maybe they're just comfortable. But then also on the other hand, like, so does that mean that you don't want to get married? Like, are you, you don't think each other's the one or like, like what's the issue here? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like there's definitely a, an, at least an expectation of a sweet spot of when to get married. Mm-hmm. I would say just if, again, I can't go off personal experience because mine was so long. If I had to just say a generic thing, it would be like two years. Yeah. Like enough time to know that you could at least see yourself. Every side of someone. Yeah. The the, the thing is, is that I feel like some people in, in that two years is still very like honeymoon-ish for them. And they're still like super happy and still like doing all the firsts together and all this. Yeah. And then like, oh, we should get married. And it's like, just make sure that you're in the friend place where you're actually friends with each other and not just seeing each other as like, Oh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, where everything's, like, so, like, separate and, like, you're on cloud nine and all this. Yeah. Like, you have to be, like, yeah, no, we're actually, like, so. But, yeah. Um, My question was super, not random, but, like, it is random, but, mm-hmm. like, random for you because you're a kid. But. Um, who are you getting married to? No, I said who, <laughs> if you had to choose right now, who would you be your best man? Zane Tankersley. My best man. Mand. So not your brother. No. Why would I? I was just thinking like, he was listening. My brother sucks. He oh, literally. Man. We paused halfway through. We were talking about uh, Linda Fusco mm-hmm. having red hair. We paused, and I was like, I was talking to my brother, and he started choking me for no reason. <laughs> he started choking me. He he was like, oh, please, I want a hug, and then he started just grabbing me and choking me and i was like why to be so, fair i did say if you had to choose right now right now, and that was like 10 spot. minutes ago so oh, that was like 10 minutes ago yeah based yeah. on previous events yeah zane tinkersley my best friend would probably be my best man i'm sorry nico this, this is what you get and then earlier i was like hey give me some of your bubble gum and he was like no yeah, that's why you're not my best man. This Remember is, this, and for this when is why I actually is, get married. And this is why then this is why this is a question for not a child. <laughs> oh, there that. he is. There he oh, is. Oh, he was listening. This is why you aren't my best man. Yeah, give me your big league chew and next time we'll think about it. <laughs> he totally was listening. He's popping in on the studio. Um yeah, my husband definitely he he did choose his brother. Um he he was some he was his best friend's best man but then when he got married well he did get married first though he chose his brother but his brother chose him so like that was i kind of said that out, out of order like his his brother chose him and then so when he got married he chose his brother so when his best friend got married it was like kind of it wasn't awkward because his best friend doesn't have a brother yeah but so he chose him and so it was kind of like oh that's weird cuz I, I didn't I choose be i didn't friend. choose yeah. you but he also I mean, officiated yeah. their wedding, though. My husband officiated oh. their wedding, yeah. He was the best man and the officiant. How does that even work? I don't... He, there was just, like, a blank spot. He was just, like, the priest? I think... I want to say, like, I walked... Because I was the maid turn of honor. I want to say that I walked down the aisle by myself. Mm. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think each, each man and each woman walked down by themselves. And then at the end, we just met each other after... Like, cause he, he was the officiant. So he uh-huh. kind of just stepped down and walked me out. 
Hmm. So it was really nice though. But yeah. One last thing. Again, you're a kid, but where would you want to get married? Like what kind of? AYE. Blow a billion bucks. Hawaii? Hawaii. Oh, okay. We're going to Hawaii. Like on the beach or like a in nice venue? Oh, okay. This is. Candace, by the time I'm getting married. I forgot I'm asking a 14 year old boy. 2042. Okay, we're going to be underwater. We're going to be on Mars. I could have my wedding on Mars, Candace, if I wanted to. Anyways, okay. I don't know, actually. But do you like it indoor or you like like the beach or like the... I thought your wedding was really nice, all that I can remember of it. Only like a few snippets. Mm-hmm. It was really nice, like indoors. And yeah, I was like was pretty like, adamant like, about indoors. Yeah. I, I, I don't like to leave it up to the weather to dictate yeah, what's going to happen on my wedding like day. the beach that's... thing? I was like, whoa. Yeah. They're like, oh, hurricane. Okay, bye. <laughs> Everyone. Exactly. In one swoop. Yeah, I got married in like a, I mean, it was a wedding venue, so it wasn't like a real mansion, but it was like, you know, one that looks like a mansion. It looks kind of like the White House type thing. It was so pretty. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This it was the, It was my dream wedding. Like I had exactly what I wanted. It was amazing. This is the YouTuber and this is why. Oh my gosh. He does yeah. not look like that in his videos. He looks really handsome there. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's, is that mean? He looks really handsome there. I'm guessing were they like. Definitely outdoor, took, right? I mean, we took pictures outdoors, so it's hard to say, like, because you get the best lighting outdoors, so you get married indoors sometimes, and then you take pictures outside, so. Yeah. Yeah, but. Do people usually wear all black like that? I think that looks sick. Like, no, I mean, pe- I mean, honestly, grooms wear whatever. Where's, like, My husband wore thing? all white. All white? Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's weird. That's how I wanted it. I wanted me to be in all white, <laughs> him to be in all white, and then we had a white Corvette. Oh, and it was sick. Holy crap, that's a nice venue. Yeah, that's pretty. That's indoors, yeah. I think something like that's really cool. Like, all glass, really tall. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's cool. But yours was sick. It was all tizzy. Yeah. It was, it was pretty it's cool. very nice. Okay, well, junk time has gone on long enough, so let's move on. Plot holes. All right, Candace. We've, I've been waiting for this. We've mentioned a lot of so plot holes. Many. I feel like already. So you want to go ahead? I have Trace. Okay, go ahead. Is it hard to figure out whose gift blew up? Like, there's only a few gifts on the gift table. So it's like, okay, this gift, this present blew up. So how would you not be able to be like, okay, well, this was from... Well, I'm assuming... This girl... I'm, well, but that's the thing is that if you brought the gift, like to the, like, if you say it's Stephanie, we know it's her. Mm-hmm. So she's going to bring two gifts. She's going to bring a bomb gift and she's going to bring a regular gift. So it's not like she's going to have a missing gift. It's not going to say like from Stephanie on it. <laughs> like it's going to. I get that. But then it's like, okay, so it's someone at the wedding, the wedding rehearsal, which is like five people there. My plot hole was that. You don't bring gifts to a rehearsal? Yeah, right? What? Yeah. What are they going to do with the gifts? You bring them to the wedding. The, why was there a gift table in the chapel of the rehearsal? Where would you even... Why would you ever... What? If you brought gifts to... Like, say you're getting married in a chapel. The gifts would be, like, right when you walk in the door. There'd be a plastic table, like how they had it. And you'd set the gifts on that. Mm-hmm. You would not have it next to the altar... Yeah. With the gifts. Like, what? In the shot. They should have, like, one of the pew, like, the kneelers blow up. Like, where you stick, like, the Bible or something? Yeah. You just stick it in the back of the pew. That's, like, C4. 
Yeah. Or like one of the candelabras or something. It just explodes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That To me, that was the plot hole, but I get what you're I saying, mean, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like... Well, no gifts you, at a rehearsal, but even then, like... Even then, why? like, who... How many people could have just walked in there and put that there? Oh, my yeah, God. Oh, like, you would... Okay, I think the plot us. hole would be it would have to be one of the people. How long was the gift there? Yeah. Like, how long did Stephanie have to put it there? Yeah. Like, so, like, so, one of you brought this gift. Who was it? Yeah. I get what you're saying. All right, go ahead. Okay, a callback to Captain Albright, of course. Mm. He probably won't get this one, so I'll say it. You should definitely try your tux on when you get it. Yeah. My mom, she rents tuxedos, and whenever you come to pick it up, you have to try it on. Like... The only, the only reason that you wouldn't is, like, if you just had no time to even send it back anyway. Yeah. Because, like, what happens is you get the tux and say your event is on Saturday. Well, they get the tux in, like, on Wednesday. And then you have those days to, like, buy. Even, like, you can come in on, like, Friday and they can, like, overnight it if they need to. But you're supposed to come in, like, right away. You're supposed to try the tuxedo on. And if anything's wrong with it, they can send it back and have it to you by your date. Mm-hmm. But... And I know, and I, I want to say, like, I don't know if that's the best pothole. I just do know that, like, since my mom does rent tuxedos, like, I know I know that about how the process that she does it. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of TV shows where, like, oh, did you pick up the tuxes? And it's like, oh, no. But the t- usually somebody gathers up the tuxedos and takes them back. But usually you have to go pick up your own because you have to try it on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a little plot hole that I caught. And it might not even be a great one because I could just be, you know, that could just be her procedure. But that's as far as I know. When you're renting, you have to try it on so they can send it back if they need to. Okay. That actually makes a lot of sense. Okay. So, I feel like this is one of the biggest... Actually, no. These... Honestly, all three of mine are pretty big. But why would they practice in a church... Practice the the whole entire ceremony inside of a church if they were going to do it on a beach. Like, and, and then they also, they also didn't invite anyone to their wedding, but invited people to the reception. So the first one is, I feel like it's not necessarily a plot hole, but however, they did not explain, because this is what I assume happened, that after all this whole ordeal, they were planning on she getting married. Scared or something. Not that she got scared, but they just got like, they're like, oh, to heck with it. Because didn't Saldemar at the beginning say, like, why are we doing this big to-do? Why don't we just go elope? Or why don't we just go to the beach? Or something like that. Why don't we just get married on the beach? Like, I think he said something like that. And then she was like, no, I want to do it right. And then after her literal maid of honor is a murderer, it was kind of like, okay, that kind of put a damper on the whole thing. Fun, yeah. And and do they want to get married where they blew up? Like, they also had an explosion there. So maybe they weren't even ready to have a chapel That's wedding. That's true. So so then like the whole, like, again, they didn't explain it, but I'm thinking like the whole stress of it thing. And then what is the other thing you said was the, oh, the reception. Yeah. There are a lot of people that do that. I don't really get it, but I kind of sort of do because it's like, they want the like ceremony to be like really intimate or private, or they just want to have it at a certain location that only holds a certain amount of people. Mm -hmm. And then they go, oh, by the way, we're having a reception after words and here's the location and it's like all these people show up to the reception and not the wedding not a fan of that why would you do that but i don't know 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know personally, but I, like logistically, I feel like it's just like a small venue, and then like I don't know, which is kind of the opposite because like you'd think you'd invite everyone to like the ceremony so yeah. they can actually see you get married, and then be like, "But we don't want to buy you dinner because that's expensive." Exactly. So Why? bye, everyone. Yeah, you love yeah. us. So we'll buy you food? No. You yeah. love us so you can watch us get married. And then buy your yeah. own food. <laughs> yes, exactly. Bye-bye your own food. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, I have six months. We already talked about this, but like, no way is that six months from his birthday to that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's episode-wise. That's and two months between like every episode. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then this one, they were getting married in nine days. He proposed, and then after that, they must have jumped some type of time, right? Because yeah. Stottlemyre's like proposing, like he doesn't even—we didn't even see him proposing. And then TK's getting all this wedding stuff ready, and he's like, "We're getting married in nine days." And I'm like, "Wait, what? You didn't even know you were getting married, and now you're putting together a wedding in nine days?" And then they, of course, time jump again because it's like a day before the wedding. Mm-hmm. So there's like gonna be a lot of time jumping, which they did not explain between then and then. So yeah, of course we have not not the same Jareds, uh, Jareds, <laughs> multiple Jareds. Okay, multiple I said Jareds. those kids look like twins. What on earth? Because we've seen Stottlemyre's kids before, and one's way older than the other one, and those kids look like identical aged. Yeah, but then again, it's not the same Jared we saw at. It looks like the same Jared we saw in the episode where the wife gets in an accident. It's like Mr. M- uh, Mr. Monk and the captain's wife. Mm-hmm. It looks like those kids, honestly. But it's not the kid we saw at the rock concert. That kid was brunette. Yeah. Not blonde. So, like, totally way, way off. Okay, my next one is another, like, little wedding thing. Like, a little etiquette thing. When Natalie's like, Mr. Monk, walk normal. He was walking normal. Like, that's how you march, like, in a wedding. Like, one step at a time? Yeah. You can walk. People norm like, nowadays, they, they walk normally. But you're supposed to walk, like, at a slower... Like pace, like no, like, it was like, but you can't see it. But they were, <laughs> but they were, but the, I get what you're saying. But they also were like, they were also just if it's a rehearsal, they're just all walking like super cash, like boop 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 boop, and it's a little more like formal than that. I just didn't think that it was like that wasn't a super like I didn't write that down as a crazy moment because I was like, yeah, but that's like he's getting that from somewhere. Yeah, he's getting that information from somewhere. That's kind of how you wedding march. But, no, yeah, whatever. So, Stephanie Briggs, she has everyone hostage outside of the police station, and she shoots a gun. She's like, oh, you want to bet that I don't have a bullet in the chamber? And she shoots in the air like an idiot, which, first of all, you're right next to a police station. Why would you do that? Second of all, why would you do that in the first place? Why would you shoot in the first place, let alone near a police station? Why would you... Oh well, yeah, she's I shoot- bet and Well, I mean, she's air. shooting the air. She because she doesn't want to kill anybody. She doesn't want a bloodbath. She just wants to warn them. Like you fire a warning shot like, "Oh yeah, boom. This gun's loaded. Get in the car." But your the best plot hole is, is that, that right next to the police station. Yeah. Right next they to the police station. Like, chased her out. Yeah. And like one scene like I don't think You know, I just realized that's the first time we've ever seen the exterior of the police station like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was extremely weird. Yeah, cuz they chased her out. Yeah. Okay, my last one is, how was Randy not a little upset that Stottlemyre didn't choose him? I know, right? 
I would have been upset. They didn't. They didn't address that or lean on that at all. I don't know. I mean, not that not that it like deserved it. Not that like I wanted like Randy to I be mad. I thought he deserved it. But there was that episode where like he's like, "I love you, man," and he's like, "I love you." Like you know, they saying like, "I love you" or whatever. Yeah. And, like he's like, "Oh, you love Monk." Oh, and has this like big complex about it, and then. Now, like, Monk's the best man. and Randy doesn't make any deal about it. I thought that could have been pretty funny, too. Like, like Randy, like, you know. I wouldn't have gripped it in my hand. Yeah. I'd be able to open my hand right now or yeah. something. Like, something stupid. Yeah. But I guess Randy yeah. didn't want to play the music and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Okie doke. Let's move on. <laughs> How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. Okay. Out of ten what? Out of ten... Butterfly orchids. Okay, nice. I actually put out of ten floral soulmates. Aww, because that's what she said. I also did have um, out of ten extra plain pizzas. <laughs> no must not us. Or juice boxes. Or out of ten single beers. <laughs> um, okay, so crazy moments. Speaking of, okay, so Monk ruins the surprise. Mm-hmm. He cries mm-hmm. at the station. He won't stop gripping the ring. He can't get the glove on his fist. Extra plain pizza and juice boxes. A porta potty in the potty. The coasters and the extra coasters. Oh my gosh, his terrible duck joke. So a guy oh walks into the bar and oh my god, he has a, and he has a duck on his head, and the guy no, like, says, <laughs> and the guy says, "Oh, are you Leland Stottlemyre? Yep." You mean the guy whose marriage, first marriage lasted after five minutes and the other one was divorced after 20 and the third one was Linda Fusco who was a convicted murderer or whatever and like, yep, or something like, oh, and you're you're gonna try to get married again? He's like, well, yeah. And he's like, oh, no wonder you're crazy. That's why you have a duck on your head. I know. Oh my gosh. I know we didn't talk about that. That was so, well, I mean, it wasn't the, yeah, that was part of the dislike of that. That was so cringe. Oh my gosh. That was sad. Um, So everyone gets a beer, just a beer. Oh, he said, it's, I got a Hollywood movie. It's off the hook. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. He's like, oh my gosh, he's going to vomit. And then he, the guy vomits on screen and he's like, oh, it's just a movie, right? It's just a movie. (laughs) Um, he loves his spirit flower when he gets his plastic one. Hmm. He wants to... Oh, my gosh. This was actually really funny. He wanted to walk TK's dad down the aisle because they were the same height. It's like, think of how cool it would look. I was like, it's so funny because I was, like, so particular about my wedding. It's mm-hmm. like, that's just one of those, like, stupid little things where, like, think of how cool it would look, though. And we're like, oh, my gosh. The aesthetics of the height. I thought it was funny. Of course, Monk can't open his hand at... The ceremony yeah he has to finish his here's what happened like once he gets started mm-hmm. he's like it's like a sneeze like gotta let it out um and then he can't sit in the back seat whenever she's like I trying love, to make him get in the front he's I like, love no i can't that I can't. entire scene whenever it's it like, is good yeah he's like I, I have to finish this and sonomer's like yeah he has to finish it and he's like i can't sit in the back seat sonomer's like yeah he can't sit in the back seat like they're at gunpoint and they're just like messing with this girl and then tk so and then tk walks up and sonomer's like get out of here i don't want to see you i'm mad at you get out of here and then monk's like yeah he hates your guts <laughs> <laughs> oh that was, that was that was actually my last crazy moment i love that one yeah he hates your, your guts. guts get out of here <laughs> It's so funny. 
So out of 10 floral soulmates. Okay, I gave a, a seven. A seven? Yeah, I gave him a seven for the ring and the terrible party. I gave him a five. I mean, that was pretty much it, though. The ring and the terrible party. That was literally, like, it's, the only thing that wasn't, like, cute Oblivious Monk. Yeah, but again, sometimes I just rate them off of, like, in front of all those guys, he was crazy. And, like, that's what sets it over. Like, the fact he gripped the ring for God knows how long. And then, yeah. in front of all the guys, he threw such a terrible party. You're just like, oh, gosh, that's so cringe. But That's true. Yeah. It was pretty cringy. You're right. Ready to move on? Rate this episode. Okay, I really need you to go first. Oh, okay. Um, why? I don't know what, where I'm going to rank this. Oh, so you're putting it back <laughs> on me now. Okay. I am. I want to see Honestly, what your number is. My, my my entire summary is I didn't really like it. Okay? Interesting. Okay. Okay. It was boring. Like, nothing really happened other than the marriage. Crime was definitely back burner. I don't know. I mean, I, I know what I rated it, but I feel confident with it, so I'm just going to say it. Okay? Okay. 8.25 out of 10. It, that, it, that stands in between the critic and the birthday. Okay. That's interesting. So then maybe maybe this won't be as hard as I thought. Yeah, because what my problem was is that I can't... I don't want to spoil anything because, like, the wrap-up is coming up. So I don't want to get, like, too much into, like, the logistics of where we ranked things. Yeah. But it's also, like... It's hard to explain because, like, I rated the critic and group therapy the same, mm -hmm. but I think I like the group therapy a lot more, oh. like, a lot more than the critic. And so whenever I'm kind of gauging, I'm like, well, the critic was a nine and group therapy was also a nine, but I actually like that more. But I know I like this particular episode, Best Man, over the critic, but possibly under group therapy. So th and I have nowhere to place it. Okay. I'll give my spiel, at okay. least. Go ahead. I actually really enjoyed this episode. It's not a super memorable one in, from like from my past, but in a nice surprising way where I didn't... I knew where the crime was going, but I didn't remember any of the marriage stuff. So I really, really liked the heartstrings that were they were tugging on. I really appreciated that. And they had like... I mean, they literally had like Natalie crying, TK, Monk, Stottlemyre. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, very nice group action, which I've been wanting and yeah. waiting for. And they did that. And I really, really like that. And I thought the ending and the wedding was great too. Mm -hmm. But the crime that you totally predicted, that sucks that you predicted yeah. it. Because then I'm like, wow, like it was really obvious and which makes me think it was less clever than it was and it was more back burner. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like we're getting so close to the end. Like, do you fault them for not having great crimes at the end because that's why people love it? Or do you go, well, but we also love, at this point, we don't need any like wacky, wacky murders. We love Monk and we love all the characters. Or do we crave and deserve both? Yeah. That's where I'm struggling with this. Because the epi the other episodes, like I mentioned, group therapy and the critic, like, those heartstrings are, like, not there. Yeah. 
And this one had that. But as far as just like a gen, it's it's like a generic monk episode where I want to watch a crime thing. And they falls completely flat. Yeah. But as a storyline one, good. Loved it. I yeah. I mean, that's pretty much sums it up right there. Okay. How about this? If I wouldn't watched it with you, and you hadn't predicted the crime. I probably would the rank would rank it higher. Yeah. So I'll just do that. I'm gonna go with a ten point nine one. Cause oh yeah. If I had watched it by myself, I would not have been spoiled by the crime. Like by you essentially oh, spoiling. You didn't know the crime? No, I did, but I remembered liking the crime and I thought it was, it was good. But the fact you figured it out, my drops it down ruined the episode for you. Yeah. Dang, I'm sorry, Candace. <laughs> I'm too sorry. Okay, I'm gonna I'm but I'm gonna do that ten point nine one. Okay. Alright guys. This All is right. oh my gosh, we are so close to the end. It is crazy. We have three more episodes. Uh, three more episodes. This is our fourth junk time. That was our Yep. Oh. So but it is Toby's birthday and as much as we hate him, we also kind of like him. We kind so of can stand him. So we're gonna go to Six Flags. For him. Yay. <laughs> yes, we are going to Six Flags for Toby's birthday. That's what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, And we're going to open this package from Favi. At some point in life. Right now. Well, we're not doing it right now. Come are you crazy? On, please. Okay, let's just spoil the whole... Oh, really? Everything. What if it's like 500 bucks? We'll What's never know. That's not in the end of Monk, I can tell we'll you. We'll never know. It's from one of the episodes. Kind of Sonomar's like, here, Monk, 500 bucks. <laughs> Though it's a yacht. It's like, I finally got you your yacht, Swanemeyer. And it's yacht keys. Yacht keys. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love you guys. Yacht keys. <laughs> okay, guys. We'll see you next week for our third to last episode. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.